welcome everybody to episode two. Deuce. Deuce. Episode deuce. Deuce. Of the Dad Bod Pod. That's right. They did not shut us off after the first one. We are back. Back in black. Yep. One day we'll get theme music. We should. Yeah, little that little bumper music. It just doesn't quite cut it. We need Dad Bod. Dad Bod Pod music. Dad Bod Pod jam. <laughs> we can be it can be like jock jams. Yeah, jock except dad jams or toe, toe jock. jams. <laughs> toe jams. Toe jams. So, all right. Well, I I am still Nathan Matney. I am still Wes McNew. And uh, I have to say right off the top that the first podcast I actually said if we got five listeners we'd be doing good. Yeah. You know how many we got? How many? Fifty. Are you serious? Ten times what I said we would go. I, like, are you being serious? I'm being dead serious. Like, I did not you're, know you're that. You're looking at me with a shocked look on your face. I'm like, literally shocked. At some point, we'll start doing videos, maybe. And yeah. when we do, you would actually see the shock on my face. Right, yeah. You, you would have seen. I could have knocked Wes over with a feather. 50. Wow. I, I really think if we try hard, we could hit at least like 83 for this one. I'm... I'm going to at least say 75. 75. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll 75. Be, we got 50. Let's go up to 25. Okay. That works. Set the bar low. That way, when it hits 100. If you don't hit it, you're not that disappointed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So, the Dad Bod Pod already touched the lives of 50 people. And for you 50 people that we touched, I apologize. I am very sorry. But you're back. So here we are. Here we are. Episode two. Round two. Now, we said when we started this, like, okay, we're going to do a pod because we can commit to that. We can do that weekly. It's not going to be a problem. We can sit down, knock one out, and then life happened. Yes. Life life happened. Some things happened. We won't get into it because some not so fun to talk about. Some was just busyness. Yep. We, uh, but, uh, I had a puppy. You did have a puppy. I had a puppy. So, um, not me personally. That would, like, genetically weird. So, I feel like I should tell that story. You should. But we, we should shout out to our sponsors first, though. Um, Evolution Arts and Athletics in Rogersville, Mo, the premier dance destination of Southwest Missouri. I like that. Yeah. Just came yeah. right off the right off the old thinker here. Um, yeah. Summer classes are starting up. Make sure you get your little kiddos, your little chitlins in for dance class for the summer that's right fall registration will be happening here pretty quick but uh yeah get your kiddos in and teach them the art and the beauty of dance and theater mind if i smoke mind if i smoke barbecue i don't mind if you do we're in your house so All I don't right mind if you do mind if i smoke barbecue yeah we uh got got our first wedding nice the other nice. day so that was that was pretty cool so we're, we're getting there we're, we're maybe doing the thing all right yeah, yeah. Mind if I smoke barbecue? Hit us on Facebook and B&B Custom Shop, Built Not Bought Customs. Check them out on the Facebook and on the Etsy. Uh, he is doing some amazing woodworking. I have to give him a quick shout. He he would not want to take credit for this, but uh, you know I, I mentioned on the first pod that he is my little brother, and I say little, and he's like six three, and I have to look up to him. But anyway, my <laughs> little brother um, just had a death in his family. His his papa passed away, and actually had his funeral today. And uh, Colton actually hand built his casket. That's impressive. And it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So when I say, if you can imagine it, he can build it, I'm not lying. Dude can build anything. Although I don't think he wants to do that again. No, I, I doubt he wants yeah, to do no, that doesn't again. doesn't want to do that again. So there are our sponsors. Check them all out. I also want to give a shout out to Slingshot Creative. Oh, just because yes. I love Josh. I do love me some Josh. Yeah, Slingshot Creative here in Rogersville. He actually, his incredibly talented daughter Zoe, designed my Mind If I Smoke Barbecue logo. Wow. So, yeah, and it's yeah. amazing. He does amazing graphic work. The best graphic designer in Southwest Missouri. I will fight anybody on that hill as well. So we're going to make him a sponsor. <laughs> on that hill? On that, yeah, on Josh that, Hill. On that Joshua Hill. So I think we're just going to add sponsors every week, and they'll just find out when they listen to the pod, hey, you're a sponsor. You are now a, an official sponsor of Dad Bod Pod. Don't worry. You did not give us any financial compensation, and we want none. But you're a sponsor. But you are now a sponsor. If yes. we like you, we might... Show up and like mention you as a sponsor. Yeah, just be totally, totally prepared because you may be, if you own a small business in this area and we know you, at some point you're probably going to be a sponsor. So, anyway, there's our sponsors. So, all right, should I should I get into the dog story? 
let's hear the dog story before we go into kind of our our segments that we normally do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just kind of you know, because we we really don't go into this with much of a format. But um, when I told Wes this story, he kind of felt like we should share it with the the fine folks out in podcast land. So, uh, my home had a puppy, and I know everybody's thinking, "Oh, that's really cool." You know, it, no, it was not cool. Although I do have to say, she is the cutest little thing. Like, she she looks. I saw the picture, and Hadley's holding her. And she looks like a little Sharpay puppy, all like wrinkly, she, squishy. She is so chunky and fat. It is like I, I'm actually showing you a picture here of her. Like she is so <laughs> so chubby and fat. But we have a golden doodle, and apparently our golden doodle. Um, I want to keep this G-rated. Um, our golden doodle, golden doodled in the neighborhood. Okay. Did not know, and we wake up last Wednesday morning, and my wife nudges me and says, "Hey, Sadie had a puppy." And I, I, coming out of a, a stupor and a slumber, I go, where did she get it from? <laughs> and my wife goes, from inside of her. Like, how did that happen? My wife kind of looks at me like, we got two kids. You can't tell me how that happened? <laughs> so, sure enough, go in there, and there is a puppy in the pen. And I looked at my wife, and I said, I do not have the mental energy for this. And I went and laid back down. <laughs> but we have a puppy. Had wow. no idea that it was going to happen, so we now have a little furry fuzzball, chunky little puppy. And a, another shout, another sponsor that we could have as a sponsor, Glenstone Vet Clinic in Springfield. Ah, yes. Yeah, Karen Lee is unbelievable. They have a drive-through vet clinic. The only drive-through I've never heard of that before a drive-through vet clinic yes you literally can yeah. pull into the garage with your animal and it, they will take care of it it's crazy they open up a, a big garage door you drive in they shut the door behind you the whole room is set up to do the entire examination right there yeah. and then when it's done they open up the door in front of you and you just keep on driving through yep. she she snuck the puppy in cuz she wanted to make sure there weren't any more cuz it is kind of odd for a dog to have only one and especially a big breed. And she checked and she said, nope, there's only one. And then me being, you know, this is like 24 hours after this has gone down. 24 to 28 hours. And I go, hey, another stupid question. Can you look at the puppy and tell me what it is? Because I don't know what I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm 40 years old. I've never checked out a puppy to figure out if it's male or female. Like, I don't know. And I know people are probably thinking, okay, stupid. You know, again... Keep it G-rated. But you got to know, right? And I'm like, well, I looked at it. I think I know. And, and sure enough, yeah, it's a girl. Because why not? I already have two girls. A what? girl puppy. Why yep. not another girl? That's true. So I, I am literally swimming in the estrogen ocean right now. Yeah. I so. The only way that I got another male into my family was when we went and picked out new puppies and um, my wife picked out a male, and my oldest daughter also picked out a male. There you go. Um, yeah. But we're still outnumbered because our other two dogs are females. Yep, very, very much so. We are definitely outnumbered. <sighs> so anyway, that was that was life. That happened to me. Uh, we also had a very successful dance competition. We did. We went to went to St. Charles, Missouri. St. Charles. St. Charles. And the dance team killed it. They did a fantastic job. They were so good. They they took several dances to their live finals and took, I think, second or third with everything. In every, yeah. every division. Yep. So it was it was awesome. Had a ton of top tens. We had uh, some uh, some first places in solos yep. and some uh, some I think duets. Slash trios got some first places. Yep. Um, and uh, a couple of our big groups got first place they as did, well. Yep, so. They did, yeah. My, my girls actually, uh, we had our first ever matinee girl sweep where they both took first in the same weekend. Yeah. So that was. Shout out to uh, my daughter Callie who loves when I bring her up on the podcast and <laughs> does not at all get embarrassed. And uh, my daughter Hadley who thinks it's funny when I say her name. So, hi Hadley. When you listen to this, you'll just, you'll giggle. So. <laughs> Yeah, your your kiddo knocked it out of the park. She was she did dealing with some injuries and fantastic. pushed through and gutted it out and was a you know was a was a champ on the stage and 
But now we're gearing up for the big, long trip to Daytona. The big trip to Daytona. So that, that made me kind of get to thinking about, you know, I think we should share a couple of our funnier little stories from the road. Because, I mean, you, okay. you've done the competitive dance thing for many, many years. I've been in yep. it for like eight years. And obviously we have many stories from the road of funny things that have happened and things we've experienced and True. I thought it would be fun to you know tell a few because we we tell those sitting around just hey remember the time when blah 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 or you know one of the dance parents are like oh yeah kind of like that time where blah, 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 blah. yep and they're yep. you know they're funny so so what as we're talking about this uh one of the ones i think we need to mention um for sure today was one that you had you had brought up and you talked about the time that aaron davis one of our She's one of our, our dance moms on the team, and her she and her son... She will listen to this, too, because she found our podcast. She will. That's yep, right. She so, will hear it, and so, she'll be right now saying, oh, Lord, what are they going to say about me? So, Aaron, this one is for you. All for you, Aaron. Um, it is a fantastic story. It was actually a St. Louis trip, I believe. No, it was... Was o- it St. Louis? Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Okay. Oklahoma and City. And I know, I know why, and I'll say here in a minute why I know that. So, Oklahoma City, all right? Um, it's late at night. Uh, the weather was terrible coming in. I was going to say, that's why I knew it, because yeah. it was slicker than freaking snot, that whole trip. Like, it it was right at that magic temperature where anything that falls was going to ice, and we drove on a sheet of ice, even on I-44. For five hours. Yeah, like all the way to the Oklahoma border. Like, we hit the Missouri-Oklahoma border. It got a little bit better, but it got worse throughout the day. Aaron yep. had to work, got off. Like, it's so bad, she's, like, having to pull over every so many miles, scrape her window. My understanding is it was, like, an eight- to nine-hour drive yeah. for her because of how, um, like, how long and how slow she had to drive. Yes. So, already had to work, had a long day, been on the road, scared to death, white-knuckle driving the whole way, thinking she was going to die, and then... And then she gets to the hotel. This is great. She gets to the hotel. She's exhausted. She's tired. She has little Grant with her at the time, and and they are given their room. Oh, you know, obviously you check yep. into the hotel, which was a madhouse, by the way. It, it was, was an absolute madhouse to check in because everyone was coming in late at the same time. So she she's in there. She's trying to get a room. They finally get her room. She's carrying all her luggage up to her room. She puts the key in the door. Slides, you know, the key card. Slides yep. it. Opens the door. It's dark in the room. This guy sits up out of the bed and starts swearing and screaming and yelling at her to get out of his room. They gave her someone else's yep. room. And to my understanding, he was possibly in a state of undress. Yes. Happened. And it might have been St. Louis, now that I say that. She's probably screaming at us listening to this. Like, no, it was this. I, I, you might have been right, regardless of where it was. I the, know. The, I know that the ice trip happened. And I know this trip happened. I might have, like, conglomerated them in my head. I don't know. But anyway. I, I can't remember because there were... We did take some trips where we drove on ice to and from Oklahoma. Yes. yes. We have taken trips um, where we've driven from on ice to and from Kansas City. Yep. Um, there, there was one where we were actually driving home from a jump convention. Yep. And, I mean, it just starts... The, it's a blizzard coming home. And, and I'm having to literally pull over every, like, 20 to 30 minutes to scrape the ice off yep. my windshield. Yep. So, as I were driving, plus, I have the heat cranked on as hot as possible in the car. So, we're driving down, and it is so hot that everyone just starts removing clothing. <laughs> like, like, clothing is just coming off. I'm driving, I'm literally sweating, and I don't have a shirt on. And then, and then it would like, I would have to pull over, throw my shirt back on, jump out of the car, scrape the windshield, jump back in. So icicles forming on your head from the sweat. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, there's definitely been some on the road shenanigans, kind of like when you, we did have a group of boys that were traveling to, I think Kansas city and they lost their bumper. That's right. They took the shoelaces out of their shoes and tied the bumper back on the car. That's true. I forgot about yeah, that. They, they showed up with their Converse with no no shoelaces in them because it was tied to the bumper of the car. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron that. Copeland for that. That was that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, we uh, the time that we took the flatbed trailer to 
Oklahoma City and had to keep stopping to tie the tarp back down. That's right. Yeah, Not because... to mention the the trailer. Uh, as much as we tried to balance it, it was it was an open trailer. Yep. And we had to tarp and tie everything down. One axle. One axle. But as soon as I reached over sixty miles an hour, that thing just started swaying back and forth like crazy. So is the swaying back and forth what pushed you off on the wrong exit? Took you like fifty miles out of the way. No, <laughs> that was um, me not following directions. Yep, we, we had walkie-talkies that trip, and I remember we would, like, just keep driving, and occasionally we'd go, Wes, are you there? Over. Wes, are you there? Over. <laughs> and eventually, finally, you were close enough back to us that you like, Hey, I'm here! <laughs> hey, yeah. I made it, guys! All right, yeah, that was that was fun. Um, the trip where one of the dance moms left every costume at home. Oh, yeah. We were north of Kansas City, and she had to literally drive all the way back home to Rogersville. Get all the costumes, drive all the way back up because her daughter danced at like eight o'clock in the morning. In fact, what was great about that is it was April Fool's Day. Yes, it and, was. And she looked over at her daughter while we were having a big team dinner, and she said, as a joke, "Oh, I left all your costumes at home." Like, haha, funny joke, uh, mom. Yeah, funny joke. And then all of a sudden, she turned and looked at us and went, "No, I really did." Yeah, I'm not kidding. I, I really did leave them at home. And yeah, she she drove. Thank goodness it was in Kansas City. Otherwise, I mean, that would have been like if she had had to drive all the way to like Oklahoma, you know, from Oklahoma. Oh yeah, that'd have been. But she, she drove from it. Kansas City all the way back to Rogersville, turned around, drove all the way back to Kansas City, and then had to be up at like five in the morning to get her yep. daughter ready. Yep, that was also the weekend that I think uh, one of your daughters misplaced a costume. Yep. Had to run to like a Play-Doh's closet or something to piece it together. Yep, <laughs> so that's right. That was, that was a fun weekend. Um, you mentioned before I started here a fun little 420 trip to Hot Springs. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I think that was the year before we started. That, that, so, so Hot Springs, Arkansas, um, you know, there's, there's lots of um, medicinal characters we're going to call them good way to put it um that that hang out there well at the hotel we were at um the kids started complaining that when they were getting in the that when they'd get in and out of the elevator passing a certain floor it just smelled funny and so we're thinking you know this is this is weird what's going on so i actually got in the elevator and as i was passing floor four the fourth floor of the hotel i was like wow that is weird so then the next time I'm riding back up the elevator, somebody got off on the fourth floor. The doors open, and it was like a wall hit you. And I'm not even in the room yet. So I actually got off the floor. Now, I was just investigating. I just want to make that clear. And my wife was with me. We got off the elevator, and we're thinking, what is going on? What is that? Well we knew what it was. We figured it out pretty fast because when you got off on they the fourth floor... They were not burning floor, brush. They were not burning brush. When the, when we got off on the fourth floor, there was even kind of a haze in the hallway. And as you walked towards, I kid you not, room 420, you could see smoke coming out from under the door. And it was just... It was like potent. We actually got back on the elevator, went up to, to our floor... And there was somebody else up there, and, we, and as we were walking by in the hallway, they kind of went, oh my gosh, you guys reek. <laughs> and and we were like, go to the fourth floor. Right. So a bunch of people jump on the elevator. They went down to the fourth floor. They came back up, and we're like, you're right. Oh my gosh, it is so bad there. Now you reek. So We all reek. Yeah. Eureka. Eureka. <laughs> it was like walking around Eureka Springs. Right? Yeah. That, uh, that actually <laughs> happened. In St. Charles this past weekend, I walked by the supply closet where like the hotel employees were on our floor. <laughs> and I had to go down and tell them, I said, hey, I think some of your employees are taking an early break. Because <laughs> you could just tell. You could oh, tell. Oh, man. Um, we had the armed robber in Oklahoma City. That's right. That was our very first competition. That's right. So this is how we get initiated to the whole dance life, is we get to... The hotel, and it was a nice hotel. It wasn't like it was some crapper. Like, we have stayed in some crappers. Yes. Early on. Early we finally on. said, you know what? We are too bougie. Actually, we just don't want to stay in crappers anymore. So, yeah. it's not being bougie. It's that literally you travel so much, you you know what you want. You do. And it, it was a nice hotel. 
And I, again, our very first time, and we're down at, I'm down at the pool. I think you were talking with the front desk, or you were, I can't remember what you were doing, but they come in and they say, hey, uh, we need to kind of form a dance dad wall here at the pool, because there is an armed robber loose in the hotel. He had knocked off a Wendy's on the other <laughs> side of the interstate, or no, a Hardee's, excuse me. A Hardee's on the other side of the interstate. I believe it was actually Carl's Jr. Okay, we were <laughs> so we were south of the Hardee's Carl's Jr. line, yeah, kind of like the Mason Dixon line, like the right. Hardee's Hardee's Carl's Jr. line. Anyway, yeah, he came over uh, and got in the stairwell of our hotel, and they were trying to catch him as all of our children swam, not knowing what was going on. Not only that, but you know, our kids kind of feel free to kind of roam through the. Yeah. The hotel, like going in and out of the lobby, going to and from the pool, stuff like that. Now, we are not those people who let our kids run screaming down the halls, knocking oh, no. on doors. That is not us. No. But they do, like, wander down to the front desk area where there's the snacks and stuff and the tables, and they'll sit hang out there and talk, and they'll go to the pool and yep. hang out and talk. and You know, normal stuff. But, yeah, there was an armed robber running through. In fact, I remember... Um, at the time I was in my room when it very felt like I had been at the front desk and I heard something about it there. Yeah. So I went to my room and no one was in my room. Of course not. And I was like, crap, where is everybody? So then I, I went back out and just as I opened the door, uh, Heather and the girls are like walking back towards us. And I was like, get in the room, yeah. get in the room. Take and, cover. Yeah. And, and so what's funny is there's an armed robber. That means the guy has a gun. Okay, but yet all of us dance dads started roaming the hallways. You know, of like, I I was just I was to me it was kind of a little bit of a of a wait why are we roaming the hallways? Yeah, right. Like I had, what was I gonna do? Like shush him to death? Like you know I, I mean I'm a big dude, but if he pointed that gun at me, like what was I gonna do? Right. <laughs> there was nothing I could have done. But you think in that moment I'm I'm big and I'm bad and I'm tough and I I would have peed my pants. I mean, let's call it what it is. You know. Either that or he would have peed his pants and ran away and then there we both stand with pee in our pants and Yeah, and you know, you know it would have been a bad deal. I never did see the guy though. I didn't either. Because I think like I'm pretty sure what happened like he he came through the front doors and tore straight into a stairwell. Yeah. And and then like I think went up and down and like out the back door or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't think he stayed in very long, but still, that was, you know, that was a good uh, sink or swim for us. Yeah. Like, hey, here dude, you go. Dude was fast. Right? Yeah. Like, he was... He was booking it. He was a, he was the blur. Yeah. We've uh, seen some interesting dances over the years. We have. We've uh, seen wardrobe malfunctions that were like, oh, no. I, I personally... There was one really bad one I did not see. Because for me, being a dad... If there's anyone that gets on stage and their costume is, in my opinion, inappropriate. Right. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, hey, look, I'm going to count the tiles on the ceiling. Or, hey, yep, got to make sure I got my phone pulled up here. I'm playing solitaire. Like, yes. all the time. And I, I'm pretty sure almost every competition, I have to thank your wife for the costuming that she does for my girls. <laughs> because there's no skin showing. But, who boy, there are some that do not abide by that. No, and I'm not going to call out anybody in particular because we try to be respectful, and that is art to some people, but it is not art to this people. So <laughs> there, there are some that that they will come out, and I'll be like, "Wow, that is that girl should definitely have some more clothes on." And so, yes, boom, and you, pull you look, up. and you look in the book, and you're like, "Oh, there's six. Okay, yeah." Or the the ones that that really make me uncomfortable. So so those those are awful, um, as I like to call them. Those are what I call prostatots. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, not the kids, but what the anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to explain it. You can figure it out for yourself. So so it's the ones that like where the where the kids is a is a teenager. You know, like yeah. they're about anywhere from the. From the 15 to 18 age. Yep. And for some reason, they feel like that's the greatest time for that kid to be wearing virtually nothing like a in their dance. On stage. Yeah. 
It is the most uncomfortable yep. time. It's it's like this girl comes out and she starts, and she comes out on stage and it's like, okay, well, let's see, got to check my email. Yep. Yep. Um, got to do this. The dance ends, and then you're like, okay, who's next? Oh, well, got to watch my email again. <laughs> got to look yeah. at that. So and and it's what's really sad is some of these these girls that are doing the dance later my wife will will be like that dance was absolutely amazing that kid was so talented and i'm like gosh i wish i could have seen it right yeah wish i didn't you know feel very uncomfortable trying to watch it right so yeah it's i I do i i thank your wife frequently for the costuming that she does um i'll never forget the one dude he was doing a hip-hop dance and he looked like me and he was up there living his best life and he was like he would literally run from one side of the stage to the other and just jump in the air and like punch the air and then he'd <laughs> run back to the other side and he'd just like hit his knees and jump back up and it it looked like something out of like a Chris Farley SNL skit <laughs> and i'm sitting there watching this kid going platinum platinum he's platinum i'm pretty sure he got like the lowest score designation i loved that kid he was living his best life he was it was a worst dance hands down i've ever seen in my life but he was living his best life. And I'm like, dude, you are my spirit animal. That would be me up there <laughs> trying to do this. And let me just say for the record, too, anybody that ever thinks that dance is not a sport, holy crap. Like, every year we do a parent swap at Nationals where the parents will have to try to do the kid, the kids' dances. They choose us to do their solo or their group dance. And I'm telling you right now, I am sucking air and looking for the water just just trying to fit just trying to like like remember some of the dance yeah. moves and we don't even play the whole song most of the no, time it's no. only like a fraction of the song because the like we only know like what two eight counts maybe at the most and yeah. and that's not, and that's not two eight counts together for those that know what dance and counts are yep. that is like like a move here move here move here move here and then we just put it together but they're moves from different parts of the dance. Yeah. The kids love it, though. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure I come close to having a heart attack every year. Every year. Yeah. Well, so. they, they do choose you more than anyone else on a consistent basis to do the dances. I think it's because they know, like, I'm going to go out there, and even if I don't know it, I am going to give it 100%. True. Or at least what is 100% for me. Yeah. And I, I may try a cartwheel. Notice how I said Try. Yes. I, I may try a somersault. I may get on the floor like Homer Simpson and run in a circle. I've done that before, too. Like, yes. I, yeah. It, 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 is, it is fun, but you gain a mad respect for what these dancers can do whenever they are out there doing their thing. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, it's unreal. Unreal. So, to all the dance studios, whether you dress your children in provocative clothing or what have you, they are amazing athletes, and there's no, yes. no taking that away from them. So, kudos to all of them. But yeah, we are heading to heading to nationals, heading Woo. to the beach. Whoo, man! It'll nationals up. always. You know, I actually get a little bit of, and this is this is the the my last uh, story that that I'll tell for the road. I get a little bit of PTSD. You do every year around Lake City, Florida. Lake City, Florida. That is my. If I pass Lake City, Florida. And I make it to Jacksonville. It's smooth sailing from yep. there. Yep. My anxiety's gone. I'm just cruising at that point. So, Wes, what happened in Lake City, Florida, that would give you that kind of PTSD? So, as I passed Lake City, Florida, at I believe it was about ten o'clock at night, ten ten thirty, we're about thirty minutes outside of Lake City, which puts us about forty-five minutes to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know. I-10 in the state of Florida, that is also known roughly as the middle of nowhere. The absolute middle of nowhere. Right in Gator Country. I see an exit sign to uh, to get off the highway because all of a sudden my lights started to dim on the car. And I was like, what is going on? And then I realized, oh no, I think I'm slowing down and losing, starting to lose power. So what do I do? I had to turn off the air I had to turn off everything. Um, I turned turned off the lights, but turned on flashers so that I could conserve battery energy. And I was able to get off the highway right at where I saw a gas station. The problem is that gas station was closed. Yes, it was. And no one was there. 
So I actually pulled into like a spot as if I were getting gas. Right as I pulled into that spot, the car completely died. And I had just enough power to slightly crack the windows so that we could get at least some night air flowing yep. through there. At that point, um, we called a tow truck, waited about two hours for a tow truck to come, who then towed us. Mind you, we're also pulling the trailer for the yep. with all the props in it. Giant box trailer with a giant Durango. And so they had to find a tow truck that had a flatbed on it that could also pull a trailer. So two hours go by. It's now 1230 at night. They haul us back to Lake City because it was closer. And there was a shop back there um, that they dropped the Durango off at. Um, and we found a hotel room that said, we can take you for tonight only because there was a national softball tournament going on in yep. Lake City and all of the rooms were booked. So we had to be out of our room at 10 o'clock the next morning with our luggage. So here we are sitting in the lobby of this hotel, no car. The trailer is also at the uh, garage with the Durango. And we had to contact all of the parents that were driving that direction. And we did have um, two different families pulled up and we divided ourselves up a little bit, jumped into their vehicles. One of them hooked up to the trailer. With an SUV. With an SUV. Yeah, not even with a truck. Like. Thank God he was able to get it there with right. the SUV. And, and he went about 50 miles an hour from Lake City to what should have taken about an hour and a half. To, yep. Well, to about two hours. Ended up taking us about three and a half to four hours because of how slow he had to go yep. to pull the trailer. But we made it to the hotel and the our Durango had to stay in Lake City until... Um, the end of the week yep. because it was getting fixed. And then I, I caught a ride with someone who was leaving as they were going out. They dropped me off at Lake city so that I could take the Durango and drive it back to Daytona. It was just anyway. I remember, I remember the day you picked it up. We were actually leaving that day to go home. And I saw you on the other side of the highway and you were flying. And I remember I even called you like, Hey, it's running better than ever. <laughs> You had to be going like 90 to 100. Like, you were flying. Oh, man, I was flying, It was yes. so funny. I mean, it wasn't a funny situation, but, you know, now we can look back on it. And then you were greeted at the hotel, not only by a group of your adoring fans that wanted you to get there, but also with your card being over the daily credit limit, and they couldn't even run your yep. card for the hotel room. So, yep, like a comedy of comedy of errors that trip. Yeah, but it was, it was a lot. Yeah, so anyway, just a few of our little shenanigans from the road and we'll we'll have more because i know there's so many more some of them i have to figure out how we can adequately tell them without getting into too much inappropriateness not that anything we did but things that we've seen on stage and oh my goodness yes you know that i know you know the one dance i'm talking about that, oh yep so anyway we we will we will revisit that more i am sure but some of our tales from the dance road so all right tales from the glitter road Right, so shall we get into our top five for this week? What is our top five for this week, Nathan? So, I'm glad you asked, Weston. Thank you so much. So, our top five last time was cereal. Right, yes. Something we're both very passionate about. Yes, well, my top five for this week is something that is related to cereal. Okay. And something that I think we will be equally... E equally? Equally. Yes, equally as passionate about equally equally speaking is hard words are difficult so our top five this week is our top five breakfast foods not counting cereal we're not cereal, cereal can be on there okay it can be we're not getting into specifics of cereal but just no. cereal in general cereal as a whole can be a top five gotcha okay so i will tell you that i found a website RestaurantClicks.com. Okay. They have listed the, I don't know why they did this random number, a top 12 best breakfast food. Okay. Okay. Number 12, donuts. Okay. I can see that. Yep. Number 11, bagels. Okay. Now, I will say, if it has to be a bagel, I am very spoiled now after going to New York. There has to be a New York bagel. New York bagels are good. New York bagels are 
top notch. Number 10, chicken and waffles. I've never actually had, actually the only time I've had anything close to chicken and waffles was in New York at Bryant Park. Okay. It was like chicken and waffles on a stick. Interesting. It was like chicken nuggets with bits of waffle with syrup on top of it. I've never actually had, I've never had true chicken and waffles. I lived in Memphis for three years and I never ate chicken and waffles. I think I would enjoy it because I like chicken. I like waffles. I like the sweet. We yeah. covered that with cereal. I'm a, I'm a sweet guy. Oh, I'm a sweet guy. <laughs> but, you know, anyway, chicken and waffles, number 10. Okay. Number nine, breakfast burrito. Breakfast burrito, it okay. doesn't specify what kind. Okay. It's breakfast burrito. I am partial to the Supersonic at Sonic. Okay. That's my favorite with tater tots and jalapenos and stuff in it. But anyway. Jalapeno. Jalapeno. Number eight, cereal. Okay. Number seven, toast. Interesting. I, I go through phases where I will I will eat toast. Like just jelly, butter, toast. Interesting. Yeah. Or brown sugar toast or cinnamon sugar toast. Anyway, number six, sausage. Number five, I knew there would be some kind of potato, but I did not expect home fries. Like home the, little, fries. the little chunks of potato. The little like the little square yeah. Yeah. almost like like cubes. Yeah. Home fries. Okay. Number four, avocado toast. Interesting. I do love some avocado I've toast. I've never had it. I am I am a big fan of the avocado toast. I know. I remember when we went to St. Augustine, Kenley got avocado toast at that awesome beachside diner. We oh, went to. yes. And it was huge. Like, it came out and sh- or like her, her eyes just got as big as the toast. She's like, oh, my Lord. Look at how big this is. And it looked really good. I've never personally tried it. It is good. So, number four is avocado toast. Number three, eggs. Okay. There's I can see that. hundreds of ways to cook them. doesn't specify, but eggs. Gotcha. Number two, pancakes. Okay. Number one, bacon. I can see that. Because bacon does make everything better. I can see that. So. That, that's a pretty decent uh, top it, It's 12. not bad. Yeah, top 12. So, my top five is, of course, going to be a top 10 with honorable mention. <laughs> because, you know, eventually, like, okay, last time's top five and ended up being a top eight. This top five is a top 10. Eventually, we're going to have a top five. It's like a top 32. <laughs> but for now, here's my honorable mention. In no particular order, I had to put in cereal. Yes. Just because, you know, we talked about it last time. Had to put in cereal. French toast. French toast. I do love French toast. I can't make it that well. My Uncle Jerry used to be able to make it, like, perfect. And I love, that's the first time I ever had it was with him. Loved his French toast. I'm not that good at it, which is amazing because I can cook a lot of things. But French toast, for whatever reason, I screw it up every time. But I do like French toast. I had to put in donuts. Donuts? I am a donut guy. I do love me some donuts. I do, but it has to be St. George's donuts. St. George's donuts are delicious. Yes. So, Hertz, there's a couple there that I like. I, I This may be unpopular opinion territory. Some of it's kind of overrated. Like it's, it's like the whole like spectacle some of it is too much. Yeah. There, there can be too much. Exactly. I mean, there are there are some donuts there that I do really like. Yeah. Um, but most of them, it's just like, it's like instant diabetes when I eat right? eat them. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have a sugar overload. Exactly. But I do like donuts, even like the little powdered ones in the in the package. But that is not to say, viewers, that we are against. Uh, Hertz Donuts. That's true. Because we actually go there quite a bit. Your family does go there a lot. My my family goes there a lot. We have family that when they come into town, every time they come into town, we have to go to Hertz. Yep. Max it's, has got to get Hertz Donuts. Max has got to get Hurt. Dwayne always yep. going in and getting the Hertz. It's Yep. It's a thing. Yep. So let's see, I said that, I said that. Did I say waffles yet? Waffles. 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 Yep. I, I will say I am more of a waffle guy than a pancake guy. I can say that, too. Yeah. I, I, just, I am, too. Th- there's something so aesthetically appealing when the syrup perfectly fills up every little square. Yeah. You know, and it's just, waffles are just good. I, I, mean, lo- I do love waffles. Chicken fried steak. Ooh. I like chicken fried steak. A chicken fried steak with mashed potatoes. 
Oh, I'm thinking of chicken fried steak with mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, but but still, chicken fried steak with gravy, hash browns, little egg on the side. Little egg on the oh egg on top. That that'll work too. You gotta have that yellow. Throw it all oh, together. Oh, oh yeah, that's Trash delicious. Can. Throw it all together. So, there's my honorable mention. Let's get into the good stuff. Top five, number five, and I am greatly disappointed that this was not in their top twelve. So I'm thinking that that top twelve had to be something like, had to be regional, right? Number five, B and G, biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. You mm, ain't from yep. Missouri if you don't like biscuit and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Don't know what that voice was. I, biscuit and gravy. I do love some good biscuits and gravy. My wife can cook the crap out of biscuits and gravy. Like she can make biscuits from scratch that are so good. Homemade buttermilk biscuits. They're so good. Biscuit and gravy. Biscuit and gravy. Okay. You don't get my size without biscuits and gravy. <laughs> so, number five, biscuit and gravy. Number four, this may be kind of a controversial one, corned beef hash. Okay. The, you know what? There is a group out there that do love, are very strong and passionate about corned beef hash. Not one of them and me. <laughs> you know, I, I had never had corned beef hash until I worked at Cox Hospital in Springfield. Mm -hmm. And every week, they would do a different breakfast food every morning. Like, they're, they're special. They had corned beef hash. I looked at it, and I thought, that looks disgusting. I'll try it. <laughs> and the first time I ate it, I'm like, okay, this isn't bad. A lot of sodium. A lot of sodium. So the next week, I come back and I say, it wasn't bad. Put a spoon of gravy on it. Corned beef hash with gravy. Let's just keep on talking about obesity here. But it helped <laughs> balance out a little bit of the sodium, and it was really good. And I will say, I have even bought like the can of Hormel corned beef hash. Yeah. And cooked it up in the skillet at home, and it's good. My family thinks it looks like dog food. My family thinks it smells like dog food. But brother, it ain't dog food. I, I see what they're saying. You know, I've... well, again... Might be kind of controversial, but it's my top five. Okay. And I like it. So, objectively try it sometime. I will say, if you're going to try it, make sure you're not first trying it out of the can of Hormel, because that is like yes, the that's... lowest common denominator of corned beef hash. Right. But like a good restaurant. They, they can they can knock, the park, knock it out of the park. Number three, bacon. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, again. Bacon. Bacon, bacon makes everything better. Bacon grease, we save it, we cook with it. Bacon makes everything better. You eat a lot of turkey bacon at your home because it is healthier. My my family loves turkey bacon. I will I will say this. I prefer bacon bacon. Yeah. I prefer delicious right in the middle between crispy and chewy. I want it right in the middle there. Okay. I, I should have asked if you were a crispy yeah. or a non crispy guy. I want it in the middle because I, I do like crispy. But sometimes I want just a little bit less crispy. Just gotcha. just barely off the crispy. Yeah, okay. Just take about 10% off there. Yeah. Take about 10% off her. Yep. 10% off there, and that's my bacon. All right. Number two, I had to go with a potato. My potato of choice is hash browns. Like shredded. Shredded hash, hash browns. browns, yep. For those that know, that speak the lingo, scattered, smothered, covered, chunked. You know what that means. Scattered. Scattered, scattered, smothered, covered, chunked. So is that you scatter the hash browns, you smother them with gravy? No, but good gesso. Oh. That is Waffle House lingo. Because Waffle House makes the best shredded hash browns. So they do scatter them. They, what do they smother them with? Somebody who used to work at Waffle House is going to scream at me on the on the drive. Um, in, in, in cigarette the, ashes. Maybe. <laughs> what makes it so good? It's a secret ingredient. Um, Back in the day. Cheese, onions, and ham is what ends up in them. Gotcha. But I, I have tried to make them crispy at home on the Blackstone. Can't quite do it. But Waffle House hash browns are my jam. Have not been there in a very long time. Probably because the cardiologist doesn't recommend it. But <laughs> hash browns are my number two. Okay, and I do even like the you know little hash browns from McDonald's and 
little hash rounds from places. But if I can get a good, crispy, yet kind of chewy, scattered hash brown, shredded, I, I'm, I'm down. Big Biscuit has a good one. Yeah. Big Biscuit is good. My number one. Number one. And I asked my girls, I said, if you know me, what is going to be my number one breakfast food? They both got it right. It might have helped that I asked them right after we left St. Charles. <laughs> because my number one all time is omelet. Okay. And they have an amazing made-to-order omelet bar at the hotel we stay at in St. Charles. I love omelets. Whenever I worked at Cox, that was another, like, I feel like some of my breakfast food has been shaped by there because, you know, I was there more than I was home. But there was a lady at the Cox North Cafeteria that worked at the North Hospital. She would make the most amazing omelet. Like, I would actually, I had the number saved on my phone to the cafeteria to call as I drove into work. And I would ask, is Andrea working today? If they said yes, then I need an omelet. They said no, I will crap. I need an omelet. <laughs> but she would actually put, combine my one and two. Right. Because you got to choose your protein. Instead of getting a meat, she would put shredded hash browns inside the omelet. Oh. Yeah. Whole new, whole new world right there. I'm not going to sing again. I got sung Aladdin last time. But... I'm talking like onion, tomato, jalapeno, spinach, hash browns, cheese, mushrooms. That's a loaded omelet. An omelet, it, it was huge. Like it would take up an, I don't know where my voice did there. It would take up like an entire to-go container. Yeah. I wouldn't need lunch. It would have to to fit all of that stuff right? in Right? I would keep a bottle of hot sauce at my desk and it was so good. So, omelets are like a blank canvas. They like, are. Like Bob Ross with the happy little trees. Let's make a happy little omelet over here. Omelets are my number one. Okay. So, there we go. There's my breakfast food. And I know there's going to be somebody screaming, you didn't say this food. Well, make your own top five. <laughs> Get a podcast. Make your own top five. Because my top five is awesome. Or post your top five. So, that'll work. I went with my top five. I had to. St I stopped and I thought, okay... If I have a menu in front of me with all the breakfast foods, what am I actually going to eat? That's a good philosophy. You know, what am I what am I gonna gonna go for? Now I did number number five, I do as cereal. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Number five, I don't I'm not doing any uh any honorable mentions with this. Okay. I'm I'm doing a hardcore straight to the foods. And once again, to point out for the record I had all this research done on my phone. I had this list put on my phone. I had notes <laughs> taken. And Wes is just extemporaneously going here. Like, he's just... I, that's a big word. He is... That was just, big. He's just going off the cuff here. No notes. Well... Just, just winging it. Here's the thing. When you love breakfast foods as much as I do, there's not much to wing there. You just know what you like. That is true. Okay? A man of his convictions. I like it. So... Number five is cereal. And I say that because I can always go to cereal. It's true. I can always go to it. I almost thought maybe I wanted cereal to be my number one since I can always go to it. But I thought no, because if I'm really wanting an actual breakfast food and I, and I have all my choices, I'm not going to go with cereal. You know how I knew I had officially crossed the bridge and became an old man? Was whenever... I got really excited to go to Village Inn for breakfast. <laughs> like, I would get very excited, and I would even get the pot of coffee. And I'm yep. sitting there with a big, stupid smile on my face, getting my Village Inn breakfast with my cup of coffee. That's how I officially knew that I was old. Yeah. You know. Anyway, continue. Number, All right. You're number, you're number four. Number four is biscuits and gravy. Aha, uh -huh, okay. I have a deep passion for biscuits and gravy that dates all the way back to uh, when I was in high school and I would be on my way to church in the morning and I would stop at, uh, with some friends, we'd stop at Hardee's. Hardee's has the and best And we would and get biscuits and gravy every yep. morning. So good. So Def I was like, sure. Definitely the top of the fast food chain. Yes. When it comes to biscuits and gravy. So, uh, my next one, um, I'm going to kind of combine two. Okay. Okay. It's our show. Sausage and bacon. Okay. 
So just, again, I don't want my voice did there. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So combining the two most popular yes. breakfast meat. Okay. Because here, here's the thing. The front and the back of the pig. Okay. Because when I, <laughs> right? When I take, when I take my biscuits and gravy, and this one made me think about it. I take my biscuits and gravy or some of the other foods that I'm going to yep. mention in, in a moment. I like to, number one, I like, I like the, the sausage crumpled up in, in my, with my biscuits and gravy. Okay. And then I love to have that bacon on the side to like slather across the plate. See, so I, I am a bacon and syrup guy. Yeah. So I, I, there's nothing wrong with dipping the bacon in the gravy. Like obviously that is going to be good. I, I, if I had my choice, gun to my head, gravy or syrup, I'm going syrup. Okay. Again, maybe that's the sweet part of me. But okay. I, 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 I respect the hustle of putting the two together because you can complement each other on the same platter with yeah. both. So, yeah, I like it. Like, if, if we have sausage at home, like homemade sausage patties, they've got to be like smashed really flat, crispy around the outside. Lindsay has to have hers almost burnt. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. I like it. My. All right. My um, number two. two. Number two. Number two. Uh, I'm going to go with the waffle. Okay. My number two is the waffle. Um, so, now, this is nothing against my dad in this situation, because when I was younger, he like he was the king of breakfast. He is the king of breakfast. He can make, like, pancakes that are absolutely amazing. He can do omelets and eggs in multiple ways and breakfast. Like, he was the breakfast man. Okay. And his pancakes were great. But when I looked at the two and I said, I'm only going to put one of these in my top t- in my top five. I almost said top ten. <laughs> I'm going to put one of these in my oh, top five. The waffle edges it out. Okay. I just, there's just something about that waffle that is just, I love the waffle. You know what I think almost kind of made me not put it in my top five? Because it was one of my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that, number one, like, again, we travel a lot. If I'm at a hotel, I really want a waffle. But that is the longest line ever. Oh, you can never get the waffle. No, the, no never. Nope. Never. Because you've got people that are dinking around, don't know what they're doing. Or you got people like Drew that the waffle maker shuts on his hand. And and part of his skin peels yeah, up. Literally, with the, yeah, that literally. was so gross. Yeah. So watch it all happen in St. Charles. But I will say, when I traveled to Wisconsin for work back in September, they had a pancake machine. Yeah. Oh. That was yeah, like you push the button and you watched, and it splurted out two pancakes and went down a conveyor belt, cooked them. They fell out at the end. I ate pancakes every day because I'm like, okay, that's cool. Right. That it, is cool. It, it intrigued me. It was like watching the donuts at Krispy Kreme. But if I can find a hotel where I can actually get into the waffle bar. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm set. Ignoring the fact I could totally make them at home. But right. Yeah. So we're okay. We're we're on the same the same sweet sweet bread page. Now, I, w- I will say this: if I was gonna throw out an honorable mention, and 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 I almost like like I had to flip a coin in my head. Now you see this top five turn on, on, on this one. I ha- I did have to I have to mention this because I do love French toast. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of that. And the only way that I would not take the waffle is if it was Kinley's homemade French toast with her homemade peach uh, peach syrup. Okay. That's but that is not an everyday thing, and it's not something that I can make myself, and it's not something I can order in a restaurant. Not anything I've ever so, had, Kinley. Hence, hence. So, yeah, absolutely the Daytona condos amazing. Coming up. That's right. Just throwing it out there. Might have to get some uh, get, stuff get, to make. Get get get, get, get the stuff to make. French toast. Get like oh, no, I'm gonna get the stuff to make. about some French toast. Some French toast with the uh, the homemade peach syrup. You know, it's gonna be good. Anyway, and my number one. Number one, the winner. Durr. Eggs. Oh, okay. And, so I, and I'm not your... specifying eggs. Okay, well, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your favorite? Over medium. Over medium. Okay, so a little bit of run, not a ton of run. Yep. I, I will say, okay, when I got COVID, a lot, of, the first time, the first of three times, 
when I got it, <laughs> I went for the hat trick. So when I got it the first time, after that, a lot of my tastes changed. Right. And one of them was I started liking runny eggs. Okay. Used to not. I was an over hard guy. I I kind of dig it now. Especially, I will say, if you can put it, if if I go to a restaurant, I have a distinct rule. If I go to a restaurant and there is a burger with a fried egg on it, that's what I'm getting. Oh, that is good. That That's my rule. Now, you know you're going to wash up afterward yep. when you eat that because yep. it's going everywhere. Oh, I just, I'm totally fork and knifing it. Like, there's there's no way. There's no picking that up because oh, it will just go blip. That, okay, that right there is going to end up being an entire podcast discussion. Right. Using a fork and knife on a burger. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Anyway, <laughs> so, okay, so you're, you're an over-medium guy. Oh, now, now, I actually want it to be right before the over-medium. Okay. Like, I don't want it to be super, like, just runny, like, hardcore, just, just like, part of... The, when somebody says, I want mine over-easy or, or runny, like, half the time when it comes out, even the white part is kind of, like, liquidy yeah. a little yeah. bit. I, the white part needs to be nice and solid, and the yolk needs to be... Have just a very thin layer of hard on the bottom, and the rest of it okay. needs to be running because right. i gotta dip that waffle that's true into the yeah, yolk you, you needed that yolk to be able to sop it up okay so an over over medium guy with and i say over medium that that would you know what i can even go on and say that is my number one and i say that because i can take that egg that i just described and i can eat it with every single one of my breakfast foods it would be kind of weird in the milk with the cereal Yes, but I could eat it on the side. You could eat it on the side. I can eat it on so, the side. Over, over medium egg. All right. I, I, I like that. I I will say, not a big scrambled egg guy. Yeah, I my my family loves the scrambled eggs. They're not because they don't like the runny yolk. Yeah. But uh, so I eat a lot of that. But it's not my favorite. It's at the bottom of my egg list. Hadley is any kind of egg, whether it's over hard or scrambled, with ketchup all over it. Wow. So I do have to say though. Can you make an over-medium egg? Oh, yes. Can you? Yeah. Okay. What is going on with my voice? <laughs> Can you? It's like I'm hitting reverse puberty throughout this podcast. Like, good that day. is just super. All right. My pants are not that tight. So <laughs> I, I, I struggle with trying to trying to flip the egg and keep the yolk intact. That is, I'm not going to say that I don't struggle, but but I've done it enough and I've spent enough time trying to make sure that the egg is the way I want it, that I can do it. Okay. That is impressive. I have to give you some kudos on that one. I, I struggle with that part. But, all right. So, there are our top five. Top five. Foods. Top so, five, yep. If you come across this on our Facebook page, post your favorite breakfast food. Like, let's get some interaction yeah. here. Let us know where we were wrong and what we did wrong and where you think we're idiots. And uh, Well, hold on. That That's a very, very loaded loaded question right there because that could go a number of different directions but let us know your your favorite breakfast food that way we can tell you why you're wrong exactly yes <laughs> that's the kind of positive interaction we want on this podcast so all right so i think with that do you think we need to get out of here for the night i think we're probably we're probably uh at our limit tonight yep i think it's it's a it's been a day it's been a week but we're we're making it and we appreciate everybody tuning in and listening and we will try to continue to do this weekly, as we said. Um, hopefully, we can knock out a couple more before we leave out. Yeah, because we like like and share this, guys. Yes, spread the love. Subscribe on. We are on Apple for Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. So subscribe on either of those, and you'll get a little notification pop up that says, "Hey, Dad Bod Pod Show." No, yeah, Dad Dad Bod Pod Dad Bod Pod. Posting a new episode. Dun, dun, dun. That will make your entire week. Because you'll go, you know what? I'm pretty sure probably the 50 people that have listened all know us. And I'm sure you're thinking, man, I haven't heard enough of, enough of Nathan talk. Or I haven't heard enough of Wes. I need to give that a listen. It's just going to be the most loveliest thing you ever heard. It will heard. Make, make your entire week. I could almost kind of guarantee it. It will be great. It will be great. It will be good. Good with my corned beef. Great fun eating the haggis. The haggis is my corned beef. Corned beef and haggis. I do not do accents well at all. So with that, we're going to leave you with that final thought. So 
Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Tune in again. Like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Tell the postman. Tell the garbage guy. They're driving around a lot. Yeah. They tell, want to listen to Tell a people that want to listen to something. Yeah. Tell them. I can't guarantee it's funny. But I can guarantee you, you will laugh at least one time. And one laugh can save a small puppy born in Nathan's <laughs> house. <laughs> See, I was going to actually tell a horrible dad joke. But I... <laughs> I feel like we should have queued up like some Sarah McLachlan music. <laughs> commercial. Right. The most depressing animal commercial ever. But your laughter can uh. save a puppy from this horrible cage. <laughs> On that, we're out. Have a good week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye, guys.